Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dash Radio Show with your hosts, Don Wright DeBrantz and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello, 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 and welcome to tonight's Dash Radio show. I am Dawn Wright DeBronx. I have Peter Mingles and our special guest, Mr. Scott Allen. Say hello, boys. Hello. Hey. Glad to be here again. <laughs> yes. And um, for those of you who didn't see the social on this yet, Mr. Scott Allen has really wonderfully agreed to be part of the Dash team permanently. And he, we are ramping up. This is the first of three segments. And his third segment will be at 8 p.m. on Monday, April 1st, or, yeah, Monday, April 1st, where he's going to go ahead and kick off his very own Dash radio show. So um, it's going to be exciting, and welcome to our family, Scott. It is so great to have you. Glad to be here. Awesome. All right, so <clears throat> this is a really, really interesting series because – um, I know Peter and I will have a lot to say and add <laughs> to this particular topic, so I absolutely loved what, what Scott said he wanted to do today, um, which is what's so great about MLM. And this is going to be a three-part series, and um, the, and, and Scott, wanted, you wanted to make sure that everybody knew there was nothing in Section 2, which, which is actually going to be titled um, What's Not So Great about MLM, um, that, that it's not going to be a bash session, but there's upsides and downsides to every industry. And um, so the episode one is called What's So Great About MLM? Episode two is called What's Not So Great About MLM? And then episode three is the MLM solution, and that will be on April 1st in your new time slot, correct? Yeah. Yep. All right. So same bat time, same bat or Yeah, an hour later bat time, bat, same bat yes. time. <laughs> So 8 o'clock is all Eastern, correct, for those people yes. who are keeping score? Yes, everything Eastern. that we, we run, everything Eastern, even though I'm not Eastern and neither is Scott, um, we're just going to keep an Eastern time clock because New York's a great town and, and uh, we got used to doing that for the past three years over here. <laughs> all right, so it's yes. the right thing to do. <laughs> it is. And i got to share is. with you, I'm going to feel a little bit uncomfortable, again, being on a call where my test IQ score is the lowest on the panel. <laughs> so, so That I highly, highly argue. But, but. <laughs> but I, it, it is great to be here with two really smart people relative to a whole bunch of stuff. And Scott's really dug into the social and the Internet marketing world, so I will be quiet and just ask a lot of questions. So, Scott, and like I said, we met you. Well, Dawn's known you for like ever. And I met you for the very first time at a recent convention. And as I sincerely state, for anybody that might be listening in to see if they should tune into Scott's 8 o'clock hour thing, is the whole trip was worth its time if I only met Scott Allen. So, Scott, I always give you those kudos because it's sincere. And you really do know your stuff. So everybody should be grabbing pens and paper or pulling off to the side of the road and certainly concentrate on it if they're driving and they're listening at the same time. Absolutely, and let me throw a couple more things in on that. Um, first of all, Peter's not the only one who feels that way because all of the Dash guys who went to the same convention, we all went Peter's invitation, second year in a row, 
and we went and we we went to the event and Scott was just absolutely our favorite part and both two two of the three guys at the table actually all three of them said to me that they learned more in 5 minutes of sitting next to Scott at dinner than they did in 3 days of lecture so it really is like when I say like this is one of my favorite friends in this realm because he's a brilliant teacher and he's really knowledgeable in um, um, several facets of what we all do. So, you know, Scott, you know, before you go ahead and get started on the MLM topic, how did you get to be the brainiac in this in this area that you are? I mean, I, I think I've never asked you that, but you're really, really schooled. In online networking and in social media and in now online reputation management, which I think kind of just came through and from all of that, um, and network marketing and MLM. So can you tell us how how that happened? Well, when I uh, I, I, I have hopped around the, the tech industry uh, for most of my career, and and was in one of those uh, was in a second um, startup that was being burst along with the bubble in about uh, in 2001. And um, when I was kind of looking at going, gee, you know, I've been sitting here working working 80, 90, 100 hour weeks following somebody else's dream. What do I what do I really want to do? Um, and and I said, you know, I said, okay, back doing my own my own entrepreneurship, um, not just, you know, working in the startup and, and, uh, said, okay, well, I, I'm, and this is a, an interesting thing. This is something I, what I'm getting ready to describe is something I highly recommend anyone who's thinking about going into MLM or thinking about entrepreneurship in any, uh, for any case, go through this, this exercise. Um, you know, there's a saying that, uh, do what you love and the money will follow. Well, that's a great bumper sticker. <laughs> All you have to do is watch the auditions for American Idol, so you think you can dance and so on and so forth, to realize that that's simply not the case. <laughs> and it's not a big leap from there to realize that mm, you know maybe that everybody doesn't necessarily have business, uh, you know, certain business talents either. Um, so I'm a big believer that that you should follow that you should follow your passion. But you've also, ultimately, you have to have a product or service that people will pay you a price that will sustain you, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So, so um, I, and now the flip side, the sort of traditional entrepreneurial approach is find an underserved market and go, and go create a product or service to, uh, to meet that. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I've seen people who've done that and who end up in something that's eh, making them money, but they get burned out on it because they've got no passion for it. There's no joy in it. Um, and so uh, I'm a big believer that you actually have to kind of do, do both of those as a process. So what I did was I started with, I said, well, so what are, my, what are my real passions? What am I really interested in? And I narrowed it down to three areas. And uh, um, without going into, you know, into all of them, one of them, was, uh, one of them was what we now call social media. Then we called it online business networking. And I, as I looked at the three areas, so I kind of got, I narrowed, I used, I used, uh, I used right brain, I used passion to sort of make the short list. Then what I did was I went through those and, and I got real analytical about each of them. 
you know, what's the, you know, I did the SWOT analysis. What are my strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats in each of these areas? Um, what's the market analysis, so on and so forth? And uh, I realized that, you know, in the other two areas, they were either um, sort of, you know, highly competitive or it was going to be very difficult to credential myself and position myself as an expert. Whereas this space was wide open, and I thought there was a huge opportunity, and there was an opportunity for me to be at least, you know, at least at the beginning, the guy on the topic, um, and that was kind of, you know, that was kind of exciting. Uh, um, so that's that's really what got me into it. It was it was one of several passions, and I knew there was a business standpoint. Sorry, you cut out right there. What what was the statement? I was saying I was saying that I knew there was uh, so yeah it was it was one of several passions I had it right. was one of several things I could have done but it was the one that I felt that there was really the best and clearest opportunity from a business standpoint to not to actually do something you know exciting and and you know something that would change my life my you know the life of my family my business etc. Uh, and not just kind of have another, oh, I'm doing that too kind of thing. Nowadays, it kind of sometimes feels like, oh, I'm doing that too. But, uh, you know, for a very long time, uh, you know, I mean, our, our our book on the topic came out three years before anyone else came out with anything even remotely comparable to it. So, um, right. so yeah. And that so book, that by the right. way, that book, by the way, is called The Virtual Handshake. And if you go over to which website, you'll throw people a copy? Uh, TheVirtualHandshake.com. Okay, and they can get a free ebook. You can get the, you can just download the PDF. It's just right there, and it's on Scribd also. So no no constraints, just uh, enjoy it. And I think the key thing there is that um, while it was written in 2005, we really focused on um, having it be something that was timeless um, and really probably actually even more applicable now than it was when we first wrote it, which is kind of uh, kind of ironic. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So so for, we're, we have a couple of minutes before we're going to have our first commercial break. So before we go ahead and totally kick it off, um, why are we talking tonight? And, I mean, I know my love of MLM for the past 25 years um, and and I'll I'll just go ahead and say that you know I have not in to date 25 years later looking around found an industry that could provide a true opportunity for anyone and and that's really my passion in MLM is that <clears throat> it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter what your resources or what your background there is an opportunity out there that will fit that that will will that can make your dreams come true if you find it, you work it, you learn, you do the work. And and the biggest thing about MLMs is finding the right opportunity, getting involved with the right people that are going to go ahead and work with you and help you learn and and find your way through, but also that that if you're willing to do the work is the really big if in in the equation. Um, because so many, I mean, our industry has gotten a terrible hit because people expect to get rich doing absolutely nothing in 10 minutes with no money and no time and no no anything invested. But um, 
for those that really are willing to put the effort in and put the time in and do do the work and and that's the work on themselves as well as the work um beating feet and knocking on doors and doing the phone calls and all the stuff that goes with it um but but it truly has that level playing field that you know yes you, if you have money and you got background and you got network and you got all those things you can do it faster bigger better and and etc cetera, etc cetera, but anybody can win if if when the right with the right opportunity and and the right attitude, so what is it for you? Um, <laughs> ditto. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean it really is. It's 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 that matter. I mean I love entrepreneurship, but not everybody is cut out, and, and, and not everybody is cut out to run a a typical growth oriented startup. Um, and like you said, that this this makes entrepreneurship uh, and the many upsides of entrepreneurship available to everybody. There you go. All right. So right after this word from our sponsor, we'll be back with Scott Allen and what's so great about MLM here at the Dash. Do you run a home-based business? Are you looking under every rock for your next superstar diamond in the rough? Are you looking for leads in all the wrong places? Look no more. If you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you know you need the right tools in place to run your online business effectively. If you're brand new at your business and you are looking for top-notch training that will take you and your sales team to the next level, for email marketing, autoresponders, lead management systems, and more, Network Leads is what you need to prospect, communicate, manage, and support your customers and sales organizations. Just go to www.networkleads.com forward slash the dash radio and register for your free lead management system today. You've been listening to the dash radio show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in to follow our every move. Here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.the dash radio show.com. Text dash to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience and like us on facebook.com forward slash the dash radio and now back to the show hello and welcome back to the dash radio this is dawn right to peter mingles and scott allen and we are here to talk about what's so great about mlm <laughs> you know <laughs> the um the uh... I was trying to think at one point. I actually got invited. Uh, John Fogg, who you may know, is one of the. I mean, he's absolutely one of the legends in this in this industry too. Um, he asked me to participate when I, when I was uh, the Entrepreneurs Got at About dot com. I did a lot of researching on uh, different MLM opportunities, and I mean, I had so many people, you know, coming to me and asking me about it because. I mean, I basically knew that my audience were the people who weren't ready for Inc. and Entrepreneur Magazine. They were people who were, you know, I hate my job or I want to start a business and I just don't know, you know, I don't know what to do, how to get started, how do I tell facts from fiction. And um, John asked me to contribute to his book, um, It's Time for Network Marketing, which is which is a, a great, I mean, a great compilation of uh, uh, from a bunch of different thought leaders. But in doing so, I, I have to think about it. I said, what is it? I mean, there are a lot of things that I could say about um, that I could say about network marketing that um, that are the, the benefits that are that also are applicable to 
entrepreneurship and that are and freelancing. So there are some things that are just you know just a matter of being in charge, um, you know, being being your own boss that uh, that have has its own set of benefits. But I really had to think about what is it that uniquely makes MLM network marketing um, uh, different from so many other entrepreneurial opportunities. And and I thought about it, I came down to a couple of really key points. Now, since then, I thought of a few others. I want to share you know those couple of key points because I think they're the really big differentiators. And the first one is, uh, and and it's it's uh, it's a saying that you know some people who've been around the business industry may have heard before, but it is so so very true to say that you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. Mm-hmm. If you have ever, you know, I mean, anyone who's ever worked as a freelancer, I mean, the challenge is the fact that, yeah, you've got to be, not only do you have to be doing the work, you have to be, prom- and not only do you have to be doing the work, you have to be promoting the work to find your next work. <laughs> so you're having to do your advertising in order to keep a steady supply of income. You are also having to, um, you're also having to, you know, stay on top of everything. You're having to develop your marketing materials. You're having to keep up with your website. You're having to keep, make sure your product and services stay up to date. Uh, I mean, there's a huge amount of overhead. Uh, you know, to, to if you're billing a typical, you know, a typical freelancer, if you're bill, billing 40 hours a week, you're working 80. By the time you handle all the billing and everything else, all the client services. Whereas you think about an MLM, uh, yes, yes, you wouldn't always be out there looking for clients. But first of all, you know, once you start building a downline, you actually have the opportunity to suddenly have new money showing up that you, you know, that you didn't specifically go and generate that opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know? So. So everyone on your team is, you know, everyone on your on your team is supporting you as well as you supporting them. The company, I mean, the company is spending. You know, can you imagine trying to start up a, a you know, a nutritional supplements company on your own, and what would have to be involved in in the the product development, and the testing, and the labeling, and the packaging, and the FDA, and you know, all of that kind of stuff. I mean, it's not it's not a business that most people could get into. Um, there are uh, you know the accounting systems and replicated websites and and um, you know the vast majority of these companies do yes they may do they they may not do what some people think of uh, they, they may not do advertising they may not buy television ads etc um, but they do marketing they do build the brand they do. Uh, you know they they do interact with media to make sure that you know I mean how do you think uh, Pro Tandem got covered on 2020, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Um, you know uh, Amway you know Amway brands a, 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 an arena. I mean there are there's a lot of money being spent to build the brand and build product awareness um, that you're not having to do. 
and the tools, the the affiliate tools and the affiliate training systems and the PR yeah. and the communications and the home office staff and the affiliate services and the customer support and well, and the so software have, development and the web design and the let's, let's, just, <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just give one for instance. You you've run your own business quite a few times. How long does it take you to put together a really good sales presentation deck? Oh, God, it can take at least 120 man hours. Yes, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, and yet when you start, I mean, when you start up, you've got that presentation that has been fine-tuned to make sure that it presents it in the right order and with the right facts and is compliant with the, FTC, the, legal. the FDA and mm-hmm. everything else. Uh, you know, and so I mean, there's there's an I mean, huge amount of support. the website alone, the website, the PowerPoint, the the leave behind collaterals, the the logos, the brand marks. I mean, just a logo is a five hundred dollar purchase. The website. Right. I mean, you could probably get away with a WordPress website, and you know, let's just say a hundred bucks you might pay, and then you got to go ahead and do the design yourself, and you're talking about weeks. Weeks and weeks of copywriting and the web design and the graphics development and the, I mean, just from the I have an idea. If you have a web-based product, then you're dealing with programmers. Now yeah. I don't know Peter and I. <laughs> Peter and I own a domain because we've worked with a lot of programmers. <laughs> but, um, for it's yeah, it, we we bought a domain just to vent how we feel about the programmers that we work right. with. Um, it's got so, a submission. It's got a submission button where we can really say our thoughts, which is really just a delete button. But yeah. it says submit, so it yeah, feels like we actually got our point across. Yeah, like we can say anything we want, and it goes off into the ether. <laughs> There's no karma. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I, it, it's like people don't really understand the work involved in creating yeah. everything from the ground up to where then they can just come around for forty nine ninety nine and buy their little kit, and off they go. Well, I know. And, and the thing is, is people who – you know, if they come at it with a with a salesperson, you know, an employee salesperson mentality, and they're going, wait a minute, why isn't all that stuff free? That stuff should be free. I'm having to pay to sell their product. I mean, that's one of the most common objections you hear to MLM, right? Well, mm-hmm. guess what? Well, for starters, your commissions are way higher than anyone pays for commission salespeople. Yeah. Um in 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 any industry, you go through and look, and you're going to see that the commissions are way higher than what than what companies pay commission salespeople. Um, so it's not a commission sales job. It is it is you owning your own business, and you know. And in most cases, they're actually even fronting you credit or you know making a way that you don't have to sit there and and make a huge investment in inventory. Some people do for samples and stuff, but. Um, you know, most of the companies have a way to get started, you know, for with you know, with little or you know, with little or no inventory. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, and I've seen people sit there and, you know, bitch about how much money they're paying for say, you know, you know, catalogs for, you know, Avon or whatever. And the thing is it's like, have you priced printing? <laughs> have you ever priced printing? I guarantee you you ever price what it takes to print a four color you know, thirty-two page brochure. Mm-hmm. 
your hair would turn start, white and it would curl a little. And you're going to start <laughs> rethinking, complaining about the cost of them. And I'm, I mean, mm-hmm. and I'm not, and I'm not here being like a an apologist or a defender of the the companies in it. I'm just saying, people, you know, get get real, you know, and and get real about your you know expectations and compare it compare it to starting your own business from scratch and compare it against that and it's going to turn up favorable in almost every you know in almost every situation i mean it's also even just no matter having the system i mean this is why you know people pay quarter of a million dollars on up to sit there and get a you know to get uh, a mcdonald's franchise and you know and and you know or any of the major you know any of the major franchises and you know and i'll tell you what when you look at the numbers on those, I was shocked to see actually how you know what the closure rate is on you know on franchises. Um, you know, and there's uh, we'll in at some point in one of these upcoming things we're going to talk about the you know um, lies, damn lies, and statistics, and and um, you know and how and particularly how some of the MLM critics you know just just don't take into account a couple of very very simple basic fact that that as soon as you go oh you know think about them you go oh well now it makes perfect sense why some of those numbers are so high so um, peter peter you've been part of the direct sales industry for a long time and and that's really where you came from and it's pretty much the same thing over there correct well it is kind of except for all right so i have my chest hairs popping out you know right now as we speak my testosterone is driving like crazy you know, in direct sales, many times you go out and make sales as opposed to a network marketing where people are a little bit like order, taper, order takers or they're preying on the relationships they have with other people. So it's really, if you look by comparison, direct sales is so much harder mm-hmm. than network marketing with the exception of a network marketing. Believe it or not, you can probably even make more money. Um, so the cool thing about the things that Scott was mentioning, and there's been some occasion where sometimes the things that I might say might be perceived as being mean, but network <laughs> marketing is probably the only place where people that could never survive running their own business make a lot of money running their own business. I know that, <laughs> might, sound, that might sound weird. But the reality is, is it's true because Scott, like the ones you're talking about, the ones that complain about the forty cents for the brochure, the fifteen dollars for the monthly thing, out in the wild running their own company, they'd be dead in a second. Like mm-hmm. right. they'd be roadkill in about a minute. And the yeah. reality is that they can still survive and thrive in spite of themselves many times in our industry. And that's not being mean. That's just stating the facts. Don, yep. you know, you run your own oh. company. Scott, you run I, with your I own know. companies. Being out there is like letting those little puppies from that Lopsu-Opsu mix that you have right there out there in the wild. They won't last more than 10 minutes on their own. No, so they'd be eaten by coyote. They'd be, they'd, it'd be over in a minute. So mm-hmm. the reality is is that for a lot of people, network marketing really is one of their best venues for the freedoms of running their own business without all the trappings of running your own business. Absolutely. Yep, and and you know, guys, for those of you out there listening, if you've been beaten or hurt by a company that has in any way been lacked integrity, or they said that they were going to launch and they took everybody's money and they didn't, or they ran into issues and they had to close their doors, you know, there are the same risks that a network marketing company 
owner will deal with out there as a restaurant company owner will deal with out there or any company you know the risk of going uh, or the risk of success and failure you know um the, the 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 bottom line is is that there are still sharks in the water there are people who will put up a website and pretend that they have their software coded or that they will pretend they have a product and they will prey on that Okay, there are bad people in every industry. There are people who have, you know, been scammed in the restaurant business. There are people who have been scammed in the real estate market. There are people who are bad people in every industry. Um, so if you have experienced bad people in the multi-level marketing industry at the company level, please know that not all company owners are bad and not all MLM companies are bad. There are some really, really fantastic upstanding owners and companies out there. You need to do your due diligence. And sometimes that does mean getting on a plane or getting in a car and going there and meeting the people and and maybe meeting some of the people who have been with that company a while if they've been around a while. Um, But the responsibility is on you to check out the company you get involved with. Um, so be very, very aware that, you know, there is there is diligence that must be done and everybody is responsible to check out the company that they're considering or the, the, the product type that they're considering. There might be a, a product line that you think is really cool. Maybe you like HGH. Maybe you want to sell the fountain of youth in a bottle or, or you like weight loss or you like technology. Then you need to go ahead and look at all of the companies out there that offer those types of products. But the burden is going to be every single time on you to find the right company. And even the right company can run into snags and run into trouble in today's economy or in any situation. Um, it doesn't mean they're a bad company or a bad, or that you were a jerk, you know. <laughs> it just means that sometimes it doesn't work out. And, and that's just the risk of the, everyone that's an entrepreneur, even the owners of MLM companies who are entrepreneurs run into. You know, we all take those risks, and sometimes we get beat, you know. Um, sometimes the turkeys get us down. <laughs> How else do I say that? <laughs> so I think it is time for Axel to spin some sponsor record. Savage Smokes is a new site on the scene dedicated to the trending electronic cigarette industry. If you are looking into e-cigs as an alternative to tobacco and have been disappointed by the ones you picked up at the gas station or you kept your money in your pocket because you didn't know which one to buy, head to SavageSmokes.com for honest and up-to-date electronic cigarette reviews on most e-cigs you see on the shelves. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the dash radio. And now, back to the show. Hello and welcome back to the second half of tonight's Dash Radio Show featuring Mr. Scott Allen and What's So Great About MLM. So and I'm going to go ahead and let you take it. I'll yep. get off my soapbox now. That's right. And in reference to the other <laughs> stuff, let me let me kind of share with you, Don, my views. It's always the person that's the most educated that can understand how to work the situation better. 
So you'll always, so here's my warning. You'll always want to learn more because being just like in kindergarten in the education of network marketing isn't a good place. A lot of people are. A lot of people like the milk and the cookies and the nap occasionally and maybe the feel good from the kindergarten teacher. But the reality is if you're going to really make it as a career, you have to learn everything related to the industry. So yours was a little bit of warning about making sure you continue that education. Mm-hmm. However, most of your time, if you do it the right way, can be the fun stuff relative to network marketing. And that's the, kind of like the way it should be. So that's my little take on what you had just mentioned a little bit earlier. Cool. Well, you know, I'll, I'll, um, well, I don't want to, uh, I don't give too much away as far as some of the future stuff we're going to talk about. But you know, for a, um, to this day, if you Google network marketing, you'll find one of my articles from about.com still like I think it's number four or number five in the search results, and it's called the real problem with MLM and network marketing. And um, without you know, again, without going into too much of the detail, the the gist of it is simply this that. Uh, kind of what you were saying earlier is that the very thing that makes it attractive is also, to some extent, its downfall. The fact that you know that it attracts uh, anybody and everybody. The fact that anybody and everybody can do it means that any and everybody tries to do it. And well said. A lot of them don't get training. They don't put in the work, and uh, and they fail at it, or they act obnoxious and in. in you know, in inappropriately in social or business settings, et cetera. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I just want to echo that 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 is that that is so important is to, you know, is to never you know never stop learning and and it can be daunting, especially you know if you're just trying to do it full time. You know, I mean, if you're just trying to do it part time, trying to spend a few hours a week, and you go, well, wait a minute, I'm gonna spend you know I want to spend three four hours a week at this, and I also got to learn social media and marketing and selling and networking and personal development. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not sure this is what I signed on for. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's, I think that is, that's a good, you know, sort of a good uh, buyer beware. There you go. Absolutely. Okay, so what's up, what's up next on what's so great about MLM? What's on the list? Well, the other thing that I think is really great about MLM is the ability to fail small. Okay, if, if you you know if you start a retail business, if you start a retail business, guess what? I mean, you've made you've made a huge investment. You know, you've uh, you've, you've you've put in inventory, you've put in advertising. You know, if you You've either hired staff or you've committed yourself to, you know, whatever the hours of the sh- of the store are. Which, having done that before, you know, that's um, that's no small that's no small feat. Um, so, but in you know, with network marketing with MLM, you can, you know, you really can you can fail small because guess what? It's entrepreneurship. It's not a matter of if you're going to fail. It's a matter of when you're going to fail, and what you're going to do about it when you do. And so, you know, the question is, is if you want to sit there and learn how to, you know, if you want to sit there and learn how to be a race car driver, do you really want to get thrown onto, you know, do you really want to go out on the track at 180 miles an hour and, and you know, you crash and it's life or death? Or, you know, do you want to work your way up to it? And so I love the fact that, you know, in our marketing is like, you know, you can just totally work your way up to it. I mean, this is not something, you know, you can start it part-time, you can start it with you know with a minimal investment, 
you know, what have really? What have you lost? I mean, what what have, you know? What have you really lost? If, 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 I mean, if if really to make a change in your life, if a few hundred dollars and and uh, you know a couple of dozen hours of your time for for training and meetings and so on and so forth, if you really can't risk that. You and if you're going to have buyers regret about having spent that, then you really shouldn't do it. Uh, I plan on making that investment, but um, but it's still again relatively small. I mean, you can sit there and you can go and you can make a few. You know, if you're doing it part time, you can go make a few sales calls. You can go make some calls and 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 find out if they work or not. You know, and if they don't work, it's not like you're not eating that week. Right? If you're running a business, if you're trying to run a business and you don't make sales that week, uh, and you know, in it means you can't pay your rent, then that's a whole different situation. Uh, you know, you can try buying leads. I know you know we heard the, the sponsor ad for that. I mean, uh in some businesses it's gonna work great. In other words, you know, businesses and people it's gonna work great, and in others it may not. But I mean, really how big a you know how big an investment do you have to make to give it a try and see what it does you know and 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 you know that so i think that, that ability to to fail small and and learn is a hugely important benefit of of MLM. hey scott um i know this is your segment but i call it the double g's sometimes on are some of the reasons why somebody might fail big and the double G's are goof and greed. If they're goofy and they're greedy, that's usually when they violate the law that you just mentioned. Because they could have started for a few hundred, they decided to start for 5,000. So it's either goofy or greedy is usually the double G's that get some people in trouble. So for those of you guys who might be listening in, there's just a little layman's spin on that, what Scott just mentioned. Because for most network marketing companies, Scott, you can start for, with the amount of money that would feel comfortable for most people if it didn't work out. Yeah. And, you know, I'll tell you, you know, the one that the one that the one uh, section of that that still kind of, you know, kind of baffles me. Unfortunately, there are finally some companies that are changing that has been the energy sector because um, there have been so many of the energy companies that have have had buy you know have had buy-ins of three hundred four hundred dollars and you know and it's like really to sell you know to promote electricity I mean it's 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 kind of kind of hard to rationalize it I think um, but you know but now I'm seeing I mean there's a, there's some that are coming through now that are you know there's one one that I mean they don't even position it. They don't even position it as uh, a network marketing opportunity. I mean, they know it is, but uh, it doesn't cost anything to get started, and, and they call it a customer referral program. Um, you know, same kind of thing going on in a lot of, you know, in a lot of, uh, in the, I mean, that's happened a lot in the nutritional supplements, right? You become a preferred customer so you can get the wholesale pricing, and then it's a customer referral program, and you get paid for your um so uh yeah it's it's definitely something yeah and don't don't risk your life savings on it <laughs> if you risk your life savings on it yeah that's either that's either greedy or goofy absolutely <clears throat> sorry i i think we're having a little bit of uh i t interference <laughs> <laughs> so so 
Peter, where do you get these things? This is what I want to know. <laughs> where do I get which things? The goof greet? Like the double G's? Yeah, yeah, you have one of these for everything. <laughs> I do. Well, <laughs> well I, I suppose it's my background to kind of figure it out. So I'm always looking for the rules. So I look for the ways that, number one, I can distill it so I could probably teach it on a napkin. So as I speak, you know, as I kind of observe things and I kind of figure it out, that's kind of like my quest. I always say, if I were to explain this to somebody else, how could I figure it out where I can explain it on a napkin? And relative to, like, the example of, of, of goofy and greedy, I mean, that kind of, like, fits just about everybody. Because the guy who decides, let's say, let's use the McDonald's thing. The guy who says, well, if I buy one McDonald's, I'll only make this much. But if I buy ten McDonald's, I'll make this much. So maybe he was a little bit on the greedy side before he ever tested buying one McDonald's versus ten McDonald's because it's probably something that somebody needs to learn. Or the other goofy thing is the guy who's the serial entrepreneur, the one that says, you know what, I'm going to do this, and 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 they're going to jump on this. And in the leads business, I see that stuff all the time. Oh, well, they're going to go to this website first, and then they're going to go to this website next, and then they're going to go to this website next, and they're going to go to this conference call, and I'm only going to talk to the people that actually went through that whole entire funnel. And I'm like, are you, you know, I don't yours. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you are you kidding me? Is that the way the way you really think it's going to work? So that's what we call kind of goofy, you know, like oh geez, I'm going to do all this stuff and it's going to happen miraculously. I'll say I don't know which planet you live on, but I don't really think it's the way it really works in the natural world. So goofy and greedy is some of the reasons why I come up with okay, how am I going to teach this to someone that's going to stick? So then when they make a mistake, I say which one was it? Was it goof or was it greed? And usually they distill it into, I was being greedy, uh, I overinvested, or I was a little bit excited, or, no, what was I thinking? Like, what did I just buy? Right. There you go. So, yeah, I got a million of them in this, <laughs> in this area. All right. So we are about one minute away from our next commercial break. So, Alex, why don't you go ahead and spin that sponsorship right now, and then we'll come back early. Are you in a rut about your taxes? No more with this simple template. Your business deserves the best, and so do you. Try our simple bookkeeping formula. You'll look organized, find your receipts, and you might even get a write-off. One thing is for sure, you'll thank us. Visit bit.ly forward slash the dash taxes. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash D-A-S-H taxes. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now... Back to the show. And welcome back to our last segment on the Dash Radio featuring Scott Allen and what's so great about MLM. So, Scott, come on, bring us home with this one. What is so great about MLM? <laughs> well, the the big thing, of course, is um, is leveraged income. And and. I'm always I'm always a little hesitant about the word passive income because a whole lot of the things basically a whole lot of the things that people call passive income really aren't passive income. 
But leveraged income is a, a much broader uh, term, and there's just a lot, there's a lot of different ways that you can apply it. Uh, <clears throat> so you can you can leverage you can leverage your time. So uh, and anything that you can put, uh, you know, that's why that's why people, you know, if you look in, in the network marketing business, um, you know, a lot of the most successful companies are things that people can uh, put on uh, auto ship. That's a recurring payment. Uh, because that means that you sell them once, and you know, odds are you don't have to go. You, you, well, you don't have to go back to someone, you know, every month and go. Um, so, um, uh, can, can I sell you sell you some electricity again this month? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so that's you know that's a big part of it is that that matter of that recurring income. So that's the the time leverage. Then there's of course the resource leverage, which is build you know building a team. Um, and you have other people out there who are, um, you know, not only making sales themselves off of which you'll get a little piece, but they're also recruiting people who will make sales and of which you'll get a little piece. So, you know, it then it it's uh, it, uh, and and even that again, I mean, you always kind of hesitate to call it um, truly passive because uh, no one who's making that kind of money in MLM. Um, the people who are killing an ML, right? They're training their people. So, yes, they're not, but they're not involved in every individual sale. But they, uh, you know, they still definitely are putting, you know, they're putting the work in. Um, but, but again, it's a massive amount of leverage. Even the matter of, of the fact that, you know, if you can um, go and start doing things like, um, you know, if you have a uh, you know, if you can have an opportunity meeting or you know, or a, uh, a party at your house, or or um, have you know, if you can find an opportunity, a couple of people I know who uh, who do you know who do incredibly well in MLM, uh, get out and speak a lot. They become experts in their field. They become experts on nutrition, and they go uh, you know on experts on nutrition or experts on you know financial stuff, and they go and they speak at all kinds of different organizations and. You know they don't pitch their product, but everyone, you know, lots of people come up afterwards and ask them about, uh, you know, ask them about what they've learned. So, um, and you know, again, those are some things that you can do in you can do in most businesses. But, you know, given that these are that most of the products that you're talking about are general interest consumer products, um, you know, there's a way there's you know there's you know still another way there to um, you know, to leverage. So uh, I think that's a, that's one of the killer things. It's just it's one of the most leveraged um, business models around. Mm-hmm. Scott, Scott, if I could add on to that, I, I'll share with you an example that I learned when I was working with a company that's no longer around, only because of mismanagement for the company. But when it was up and running, it was a company called Nutrition for Life, and people used to order at least $100 in product. Now, I remember when people started to say, well, we have an auto ship for $100 in product, they would say, how in the world am I going to order $100 in product? And then all of a sudden they started to see what they did, and then their average order voluntarily for the month was sometimes three, four, five, six hundred bucks. So they started off one way, they learned about the product, they really liked it. Here was the unique thing that we found. Because the people loved the product, and they either used it for personal consumption or they had people that used to buy it from them, the reality was is that, what we had a tendency for is if your check was at a certain level last month, 
you started off the next month with that level of income. So let me use an example. If if I was able to get my check up to 300 bucks a month or 300 bucks last month, it was almost as if next month I started with a $300 check because those people loved the product. They reordered on their own. Many of them were on auto ships. And I started off, so here's the punchline, I started off the next month with the level I ended off at the previous month. So then if I could build it up to 400 bucks, next month I knew that I had it at 400. The next month if I could build it up to 1000 and with the right company and the right tools and all that leverage stuff that you're talking about working on your behalf, I was able to build an income. And then some people, Scott, I know, were working that company for years and they had several thousands of dollars coming in every single month as a result of the previous efforts that they were able to build upon. And that's true leveraged residual income. So for those people that maybe want some numbers to that, if you do it the right way with the right company, you can actually build a really solid income. And it's kind of nice to know that if you had to do something, for whatever reason, that that check was going to come in probably no matter what. Right. Yeah, That's and that's one of the just amazing powers of this business. And I'll tell you what, that is one of the one of the lessons that um I did not learn early enough in my life. Uh, and it's something that you know, I'm I count myself really fortunate that uh you know, I've been able to my my son who just turned turned eighteen and my nephew that I've been able to, you know, expose them to you know, to um you know, to these concepts and, and success principles and personal development and you know, so many things that I just, you know, I just wasn't exposed to uh, early on. Um, you know, teach, I, just, uh, I, I almost get choked up talking about it, but please teach your children well. You know, expose them to, you know, expose them to the stuff at an early age. It is, um, it is literally never too early, you know, to to start learning learning the concepts, even if they're not actually, uh, you know, even if they're not actually actively working it. I mean, uh, you know, I see, um, uh, you know, one of our, one of our clients, you know, one of our clients is a, is a, um, I'll, I'll keep them confidential, but one of our clients in Momentum Factory, you know, they, they do, they drop catalogs. Uh, it's, you know, it's a catalog sales thing. And, uh, um, I just can't tell you how many people I say, see, sit there and talk about, you know, that they, um, uh, you know, that they actually were dropping catalogs with their, with their parents, and then they've gone and gotten into the business, you know. And kids paying their way through college, uh, when you know that they uh, they just you know helped their parents with the business until the time was right, and then they you know started working it on their own and paying their way through college with it. Um, college is a phenomenal place to do MLM if you've got the right product. Because consider this: once you know you got three years to build up your network there, and there's a never-ending supply. If you get it established, the people who are graduating every year, there's new freshmen incoming, and you've got an organization that just continues to roll down, you know, one generation every year. You can, I mean, you know, you could, you know, you could basically um, very conceivably set yourself up with full-time income, um, you know, from the moment you graduate from college, with the residual income and organization you've built with one product at one school. 
Now, Scott, I'm going to blend that whole college and technology thing together for a second. When I was in college, you know, that was a long time ago, um, Al Gore had not invented the Internet yet. So, mm. you know, computers, they were the size of a room as opposed to the size of, you know, a laptop or now a tablet or even a smartphone. So a lot of the things, you know, when we when you talk about the young kids today and the opportunity that they have, they have an opportunity that in the history of humankind was never around. When I was growing up, there was no such thing as the Internet. So tie in the technology with the opportunity for MLM now relative to the specific technology stuff, because you've been playing with technology for a long time. These young kids growing up get a chance to take advantage of it. Right. And, and you know, the thing is, is that on the one hand, it's still really just a communications tool, and relationships are built on communications. Relationships, you know, you know, there's, sure, there's hugs and there's all kinds of other things that can be a part of a relationship, but fundamentally, relationships are built on communication. So mastering the communication tool uh, tools of the day is the way you master the relationships of the day. Uh, and the the thing that that you can do with having you know with having the internet uh available to you i mean there's a couple of things first of all you're talking about leverage again when i you know when I post something that's just a kind of a personal this is hey this is what I'm doing kind of post, and maybe every once in a while I share something about my opportunity because I'm excited about it, not just because I'm pitching it but because I'm excited about the impact it's having on my life. You know, live live the brand, live the promise, and then share that. Um, you know, every time I do that, uh, I'm potentially not just reaching one person, but I'm reaching dozens of people, uh, hundreds even in some cases, depending you know depending on you know how much one has focused on building their network. So you know, there's that leverage. You're also again uh, leveraging your time, and that you know you can. You can uh, work your opportunity at, at midnight and um, and have it be going out the next day and benefiting you at uh, 10 a.m. the next morning. Um, that's a little hard to do. At, you know, can't go speak to the Rotary Club at midnight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, commerce meetings aren't held at, at 2 a.m. Uh, so th- there's uh, you know there's a lot of opportunity for leverage there. Another is the ability to focus uh, and the ability to really identify you know to to learn more about people. Um, this is one of the things that I think that too many people don't do nearly enough of uh, in using social media for any kind of one-on-one work, um, whether it's in network marketing or any business. Is uh, do your homework on the person. Right. Um, read their LinkedIn profile. Read their Twitter stream. Read their, you know, their last few Facebook updates. Get to know them, uh, and you've got a huge jump start on the relationship. You know, this is actually one of the key things that we highlighted in the virtual handshake. Is a lot of people sit there and think, you know, well, you know, you can't build as close relationships uh, online as you can in person because you don't have, you know, because you don't have that, uh, you know, you don't have tone of voice and body language and all these other things. Well, that's true that you don't have those, but you actually have a bunch of other communication available to you that you don't have in a, in a typical setting. I mean, um, you know, we read 
three to four times faster than any than most people speak. So if you consider that, and, and also when we speak, uh, hopefully only you know only one of us is talking at a time, right? So if you sit there and think in terms of if you sit there in terms of thinking how fast can we get to know each other? In five minutes, we can each talk. In in five minutes, we can each talk for two and a half minutes of that. So we can do the speed networking thing, right? In that same five minutes, we can both read each other's LinkedIn profiles. <laughs> now, which one? Which one of those do you think we're going to actually? We're we're going to have learned a whole lot more about each other if we have done a good job on our LinkedIn profiles. If we shared. You know, if we've sort of done our part to put ourselves out there, uh, you can actually get to know people and build trust in some ways a lot faster uh, via social media because of the fact that you're reading and because of the fact that you're, you know, both doing it, you know, that you can both do it simultaneously. So, um, you know, this this idea that, uh, it, you know, that, that it takes, uh, you know, it takes eye contact and handshakes to, to build relationships just uh, – it's just simply isn't true, and it's even less true for um, for this generation that has grown up, uh, you know, with their their you know with their uh, thumbs being their primary form of, communi- of communication with their peers. <laughs> Very true. Just don't date. Just don't date them based on their profile. Like for the gals that are listening in, I mean, you got to use some common sense too, because you can be whoever you want to be on LinkedIn, I'm guessing, or you can be whoever you want to be on a Facebook posting. So you always have to proceed with some caution. I would imagine, I'm guessing, because you can't always believe everything you read. On the internet, nobody knows your dog. <laughs> That's an old, an old New Yorker cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Guys, that is about it for tonight, and um, this is a three-part series with Scott Allen. So um, next week we're going to get a little bit into what's not so great about MLM. So for those of you who are really looking at MLM as an industry of choice, if maybe you've been, you know, you've dabbled, put a pinky toe in here and there, you know, collectively on this call, you know, we've got about 65, 75 aggregate years in the industry, um, from both the field, from the advisory and, and consultancy and uh, support services, as, as well as corporate and, and field leadership. So you, you've got an awful lot of, of brain trust here, and um, it's a really important series because we're entrepreneurial radio, and there is nothing as entrepreneuristic, really, um, in today's world that anybody can that, that anybody can access and actually go ahead and embark on as multi-level marketing. So please stay tuned. Make sure you send this out to your people, your prospects, and your organizations and sales leaders so that they can go ahead and and chime in. We're going to have a a nice blog on this that that we'll be able to run comments, strings on as well. And, um, And we will be back here next Monday night, same time, same bat channel, ramping up to Scott's brand new show, which is on April 1st at 8 p.m. So thanks so much for joining us, and we will be back here tomorrow for the Dawn and Peter talking about a little something and everything in between show. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Sounds great. Bye, y'all. Bye now. Thanks for listening to the show. At The Dash, we know that your time is precious, and your choosing to spend it with us means a lot. 
To get reminders for our live shows that happen every Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, click follow on the top of any show. Also, subscribe to our blog for articles, inspirations, and great products and services for your ever-growing business at thedashradio.com. For upcoming mobile experience, text DASH to 37404. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Again, thanks for spending some of your Dash with us. We look forward to talking with you again soon.